You're listening to Money Making Mothers with Carla Edwards, where we discuss the highs and lows of being a working parent, how to master the art of spinning plates, and remind ourselves that just because you became a mother does not mean your dreams no longer exist. You can have it all. Hi everyone, welcome to this week's episode of Money Making Mothers, where I am joined by the amazing Carla Lett, who is the founder of My Bum to Baby, which is the UK's leading pregnancy and preschool platform. And this all started from her own personal blog. So anybody out there who feels like they can't do it, it's too hard, they're not big enough, listen to this lady's story. She's so inspiring because what she's built over the past four years just goes to prove you can do anything you want as long as you're passionate and you believe in yourself. Hi everyone, my name is Carla and I am the owner of My Bump to Baby, Google's number one baby and toddler directory. And I'm really excited to be talking to another girl called Carla today. So (laughs) hi, how are you? I'm good, thank you, love. Carla with a kid, also we've got two. Yeah. I was the one with the awkward... um mother who decided to make life hard all the way through having to go it's Carla but with a K I want to be a Carla with a K because people say oh are you a Carla with a K I'm like oh I wish I was no I'm just a C yeah but it's hard work having to correct everybody all the time so yeah um so what do you do then love tell me like in more I know you do a podcast as well so what's a podcast and what does the directory do for yeah so basically um there's quite a lot to my bump to baby so when I started it I started it in 2016 and the reason why I started it is because I suffered with postnatal depression um with my son he came seven weeks early and um I just I've always loved writing um very like you know I think it was since my mum actually uh showed me Anne Frank on TV on TV the movie she was like oh she wrote a diary obviously my circumstances are slightly different but (laughs) it's um it was a case of uh, when as soon as I saw that I started keeping a diary myself and it was like my therapy growing up um so when my son was born, I started a bit of a blog called My Bumped Baby, and I just shared my honest views of parenting, and it very quickly grew, um, which was great. Um, and then what I found is my doctor, he was like, look, you need to get out of the house. And, do you know, I'm one of these where I think I'm an extrovert, in, introvert type of person where when I meet people, they're like, hi, you're right. But really inside, I struggle to do things. So at the time, I was struggling to get out because you know what it's like when you've got a kid. I mean, it's, you've got three. I mean, I don't even know how you blooming look like that when you do. Look at me. I look like I've been dragged through the hedge. But anyway, <laughs> but um basically uh, I really struggled getting out because I didn't want to have to be that extrovert extrovert person but my doctor was like look just go to a baby group meet other people and get out so I got my bags together and I was like right I shower dressed I think I'd straighten my hair for the first time in like months um, and then I turned up at this baby group and they were all it was closed and then I was like to the people oh. hi is this group open they were like no anyway it sounds really stupid but I got back in my car and I just cried uh, because it took so much effort to yeah, get to, to there get and I did get yourself actually there yeah and then I was like I didn't know what else to do with my day because I hadn't had anything else planned um and 
I just was like, oh, what do I do? Anyway, at that moment, I was like, right, I want to add a directory onto my bumped baby. So what I wanted to do is try and help pregnancy to preschool businesses at the same time as helping parents as well. So basically, pregnancy to preschool businesses throughout the UK can add free listings on our directory. Um, and it's a way for parents, wherever they are in the UK, to be able to access classes that are up to date. Because um, also during pregnancy, I really didn't go to many pregnancy classes because I didn't know really what there was or yeah. I didn't even know there were pregnancy I classes, to be honest. honest. I didn't know there no. Apart from the obviously the one at the hospital, yeah, still do that anymore, but yeah, apart from that. I didn't so so it was just like and sometimes when you're pregnant as well it can be a bit of a lonely place it's perhaps not as much at the moment but when all your friends are out drinking and your husband's out and you're just like you don't want to go anywhere but then you can be a bit lonely so it's nice to meet other mums that are pregnant as well yeah. um so so basically what we did is what when I say we my husband he specializes in in websites and stuff like that as well so I added on a directory um onto the blog um, and then we very quickly started getting pregnancy to preschool businesses, adding free listings. Um, and this was all during maternity leave as well. Um, and then by the time I was due to go back to work, it had taken that much, you know, with, with that many businesses that had added listings. I think it was around 10,000. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I didn't sleep much. Don't think I've slept <laughs> much since. Um, but yeah, so they, they added a lot of listings in there. And then there was a lot of parents coming on. And then a lot of businesses were asking how they can kind of promote their services a bit more. So then what we did is we added something called a premium listing where they can go at the top and, and stuff like that. So, so then after that, um, what I've got a financial background, like, you know, with you, with your business, um, right. I used, I used to work at the Halifax, um, Halifax Bank and also Skipton Building Society. So for me, life insurance and family protection is, like it's just second nature to me like I just don't understand when people don't have protection in place yeah and um, um what I did is I asked our audience of parents uh, when was the last time you re reviewed your protection and 87 percent had said they hadn't and I was like what the hell I can't believe it Brilliant. and it's I think a lot of it I mean is something that we don't really want to think about as parents is in like death and and stuff like that it's not a nice thought but no. what's what's worse is what what could happen to your family you know if if the worst happened want. yeah exactly so then what I, we decided to do so it's been like a working progress this whole thing over the last four years but then what we decided to do is that we wanted to work with one family law solicitor and one financial advisor in each town throughout the UK um to basically um, raise that awareness they write blogs and we also kind of recommend them etc to, to families so it's like a community as well as uh, yeah like, like a, a community yeah like a community and a directory and then um during lockdown last time I don't know about you but as a mum that's you know for me I've always kind of been a bit like oh god I've done every every trade under the sun I mean I tried doing nails I've tried to be a singer I can't bloody sing to save my life you know I've done everything um but during lockdown the first lockdown I was like oh my god I can't cope I can't cope with like not being able to work and stuff so I had to find something that I enjoyed while I couldn't really work because the directory it kind of looks after itself yeah so it's just there I'm not really needed as much 
anymore. Um, so I decided to launch a podcast called Fifty Shades of Motherhood, um, which is where we talk about taboo subjects, um, you know, like uh, miscarriage, baby loss, infertility, smear tests, you know, all of that yeah. kind of stuff. And um, so it was started as just one series, really. And now we're on to recording series three, um, which is really good because that went down really well. Um, and then also, as well as that, <laughs> sorry, it sounds like I've got loads going on, but it's all under the same roof. Yeah, all relevant um, originally. Yeah. So what we do is, is something else I wanted to do is I wanted to launch something um, where parents can run their own business in their own local area through my bump to baby. So although we've got listings all over the UK and anyone can find local groups and classes, I wanted parents to be able to, you know, run their own business from the comfort of their own home using my bump to baby, if you like, as well. Yeah. Uh, without kind of buying into a franchise, spending thousands and thousands of pounds, it's almost gives them that kind of side hustle, but also can um, help them look after local businesses and parents and connect the two together as well in the local area. So, yeah, which makes sense. Yeah. And it's also, I think a big thing for me is I want to make sure that listings are always up to date because the reason why I did it is so parents can find up to date classes. So, you know, with just me on my own, I can't possibly kind of make sure 10,000 listings are up to date without, yeah. you know, maybe deleting them after so long. But I don't also want to do that for business's sake. So it's, uh, yeah, so it's all busy here, really. Um, so like in terms of you running day to day like what does your normal day look like so my normal day is I get up early um I try and get up at six o'clock um I, I don't know about you do you listen to audibles at all yeah, or, yeah, yeah. oh god I'm addicted so I can't I, read I can't literally I don't know if anyone else out there feels the same way but after like I think it was after Teddy I couldn't read anymore. It was where if I sat and read, I, I loved reading. And when I sat and read, it just put me to sleep. By like the second page, I'd be asleep. So I had to start using Audible because it wasn't as much effort on my eyes. Oh, same. My only problem with Audible now is I'm not driving to any meetings yeah. now. So it's like, so I'll listen in the shower and stuff like that. And I love, I love those kind of books because I think as well, um, sometimes it's like you're achieving two things at once, isn't it? You're putting on your makeup, but you're also getting great advice yeah. and stuff. So yeah, for, so my morning um, is usually a 6am start. Um, I'll have a hot, hot cup of water with lemon, try and think about where I'm going with the day ahead. As, as, with my day, it's very much different each day because obviously we've got the podcasts and then I've got meetings with financial advisors, but then also um, got meetings with the area managers as well to look after their own local businesses. Um, so it can be really, really different every day. Um, so what I'll do is I'll sit down with a hot cup of water and I'll plan, you know, where I'm at that day. I'll check emails that have come in. Um, and then it's a case of just spreading out my day. Now, I am quite a procrastinator, actually, which is why I never actually come on videos, because I'm always like, oh, what's that over there? <laughs> so what I try and do is I set, try and set time blocks. I don't know if you ever do this, but if I'm in that kind of mind frame where my mind could kind of wander elsewhere but I'm trying to get a blog done or I'm trying to get through emails as yeah. quickly as possible I'll set 15 minute time blocks on my Alexa so I'll just be like Alexa set oh I better not say it too loud because she will do it <laughs> but I'll do that and then I'll just quickly kind of get what I need to do done because as a mum especially at the moment homeschooling and you know lockdown is you need what I've realized is we don't have much time so I'll just try and fit as much as I can into 
as little yeah. time as possible really no, like definitely have at the beginning like the first lockdown I'm not gonna lie in my head I lost my head it was just like there was too much like the the schedule had changed and I just couldn't get my head into it but then yeah. this time it's been more right I'm not doing I'm not actually doing the nine or three it's just I'm scheduling it round. I've got to do this at this time. We're going to do this at this time and we'll do it however we need to do it around our day. And that's working loads better. And yeah, um, like you, I don't, I, I go on to different things. So I might be doing something and I'll think, oh crap, I haven't done that. So I'll go back and do that and I'll flip. So I never actually focus on one thing. Um, and there's an app. I can't, I was telling my friend the other day, I can't remember what it's called. I'll get it up. My phone's off. Um, And it basically, it stops you from doing anything on your phone unless you disable it. So it plays like relaxing music. So if I put that on, I say one hour and I crack on on my computer, I have to physically go in and stop the app to be able to do anything else. So that that's helps. Amazing. Yeah. That, that helps. is so, oh, I need that. I need that. That I think that's it as well. And it's closing your emails down sometimes because I literally like get emails pinging all the time and I'll be writing something. And then as soon as I see something, if it's something that I I know I need to do urgently, I'll I'll do it kind of thing. Well, you think the problem is you think everything's urgent, don't you? So does everyone else. Yeah. Um, So sometimes people are like, oh, can you get that for me? And I think, well, they won't be able to do that if I don't do it straight away. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm exactly the same. Like my, I've got another business with my business partner says to me, I'm like, you never answer emails. And he said, Carla, I don't get chance. He said, before they've even, press send you're responding like it's impossible to be any faster than what you are but it's because like my office is my phone so I'm sat on my office all the time and if it comes up I'm like I've got to do it now I've got to do it now so I know it's done and I need to learn that I need to learn to go it's okay wait finish what you're doing and crack on with that after that it's really oh it's so hard isn't it it is it really is but I think um I think it's just kind of prioritizing. And what you said then about working out your day around you, that's a much better way. In fact, that is something that I might actually start doing because I think what I've been doing is I've been getting up and then like sorting out myself, going back to emails first thing, and then feeling like I need to start the school day at school time, but I don't yeah, really. Because I always do, honestly, love, I always do exactly the same thing. And then I thought, they're not at school, they're at home. So like now we might say we started at 10, and we did 10 till 11 then I'll say right go on then go and watch Spongebob or go and play boxing or whatever they do like the lads I've got two the two boys are the ones who are homeschooling and then they'll come back I'll do some work and then I'll come back at one o'clock and like last night we didn't finish work and we did five till six but they weren't working nine till six it was like in blocks around and it's just been so much better that is loads better. And also, I suppose it's thinking about when your child is the best as well. Because my little boy, I mean, I don't know, but I've been really lucky. He's so lazy. And I, I know you're probably listening uh. thinking, right, I hate her right now. And I totally get it. He's just so lazy. He doesn't he doesn't want to get out of bed. Yeah. So like, and it, yeah, he's got a TV in his bedroom because it's easy. It makes my life easier. Yeah. And so he'll put that on. He'll have his breakfast. And like, he wants to chill out in the morning. So perhaps... For me, actually, instead of getting him up and dressed in that at nine, you know, there's no harm in him just well, chilling like, out. I, I, it dawned on me when Teddy, the he's six, the six year old, he got upset, and I was doing, I was doing that, I was getting him up ready, being like in my head thinking, I want him to keep in a routine. They're normally up and out the door at half eight, and I want to be starting work at the breakfast and start work at nine. And he started, I got him up out of bed, and he started crying. 
And I was like, I said, why are you crying? He said, I don't like doing work at home. And I thought, you know what? Like, this isn't school. This is their home. They go to school, they come home. This is where they chill out. This is where they have fun. This is where they feel, like, safe. I don't want to change that and make them have, like, a bad vibe towards either school or the home. So I just thought, sodish, I'm not doing it like that. So now, like, they do it around what they need to do. That's much better. I mean, I'll be totally honest. I My son, he's only four. And, you know, a couple of days I've just thought, I'm not doing it. Yeah. I'm not doing it today. Because I, it's just some days he's just is not in the mood. And almost it ruins the whole day if he if he kind of tantrums. And, yeah, because you feel you know, like this... you're forcing him. And you feel like... I know. I was, I I know. was honestly, it's hard. Especially Jackson's not so bad. Like, he's got, to be honest, I don't know if any other schools are doing it out there, anyone, like, he was doing... Um, on paper and they give him a Chromebook. So now the teacher sets the stuff and as long as he does what he's meant to do for the day. So like yesterday, he didn't do it till two o'clock. Today, um, he's just said, mum, I want to get on with it because I want to be able to do what I want with the rest of the day. And I'm like, Samsung, you do whatever. As long as you get it done, I don't care when you do it. It's up to you. And him having that freedom so that he knows he has to do it, but he needs to, he can work it around himself. You can see his little buzz, you know, like that. He's like, oh, I, I can choose what I want to do. That's so good. So it's working yeah. miles, it is working miles better like that. And at the end of the day, you can only do the best you can do. People out must be stressing themselves out to death. Yeah. They're not teachers and the kids no. are in school. So just do yeah. what you can do. Um, yeah. In terms yeah. of like your mother, like obviously having having your little lad and doing the business and getting it to where it is now, how have you managed to like juggle? Like, what you, have you got a support network, nursery? What is it? How have you got that? Well, I've been really lucky um, with childcare because uh, Georgie's nana, she, she was actually a childminder. She just retired, which has oh, been amazing. <laughs> so, yeah, so that was good. And then he started school at four. Um, a lot of late nights, early mornings, a lot of pulling your hair out. It's not easy running your own business. Like, I think... Um, some people just think like, oh, overnight, it's just going to be a success. It, it doesn't work like that. Um, and I think, you know, you've got to be willing to take the highs and the lows, haven't you? And it's, um, and I think adapt, uh, being willing to change as well, because what works today, you know, someone might be listening to this in two years time and my bump to baby might have changed a little bit or whatever yeah. but I think it is you know not feeling like just because you've changed something you failed it's about growing and it's about working out what's best for for the business isn't it and um and um I think really realizing that you can't do everything so often um the house will be you know a bit of a disaster behind closed doors because you know you can't physically do everything you can't be a cleaner a cook the best mum in the world you know uh, you know crafting every minute baking every minute I'm running a successful business I don't I just don't know how that is possible no, yeah I think I think you've got 100% to give and you have to just divide it out a little bit at a time and just trying to kind of think, right, if I'm going to write a blog, what is the best time to do it? And often I'll just do it when I'm in bed, you know, on the phone, on my phone or, or I'll do it while I'm watching TV in the front room, just a little bit of background noise in the evening. And it's just, yeah, I don't know really, to be honest with you, but it's been, it's been hard. Um, and and does, you, does George understand like what you're doing? Yes, he does. He does understand what I'm doing and he is very good. But I think the hard thing I find, he's got no siblings. So I like that's not by choice either. So it's been um, I think that's a big guilt thing, you know, like especially during this lockdown, like um, 
I think I feel guilty that he's not got anyone to play with. So then, you know, and then he's mummy, mummy, mummy. And then, you know, sometimes I'm like, just a minute. And then I feel like I feel really bad. Yeah, because you're the only person there you can interact with. Yeah. And then he's like, mummy, I'm just wish for a brother or sister. I'm just like, oh, I'm trying. You know, (laughs) you just don't. But, you know. Well, we were, but now we've kind of stopped because I w- was pregnant um, a couple of years ago now, two years ago with twins, but we lost them, unfortunately, around 16 weeks. So in my head oh. since then, I've always kind of seen it as we were going to have a baby. And then after that, I thought, oh, we'll just see what happens. And then we got pregnant again and lost that and then again and lost that. And it's just a case of mm. since, well, in the last 12 months, nothing has happened. So now I think... It's hard because I think what you do is you kind of think it's like a cycle. Anyone out there who's like trying, it's like you you kind of the first part of the month. Well, when that time comes, you're devastated. You're like, oh, God, it's never going to happen. I'm getting older and all that. And then like as that ovulation time's approaching, it's, you know, oh, maybe, maybe we might get pregnant. We might just catch. But we've decided we're not go so much going to try anymore, yeah. really, I think. Because I think that is a lot of pressure, isn't it? Yeah. And then you're um, putting a lot of expectation on yourself. And yeah. you're doing it without, I mean, I've sat, look, I'm not going to sit here and say I've been through it. I haven't, like. No, no. And, and yeah. I'm so grateful for that. But I can't imagine the stress and pressure that your mind goes through when you you basically your mind controls your body your body is controlled by your mind so if you're saying and putting all this pressure on yourself without even realizing it your body is not going to respond the like no. the same way you need to relax and just let go of that stress I think you're right. I think a lot of it will probably be down to work. Like, because we've had tests and stuff and everything's come back fine. But I think a lot of it will probably come back to work because work is stressful, really. Um, And it's just kind of being able to shut your laptop. See, I never used to actually shut my laptop down. And I used to do it off the kitchen table and it'd just be there, you know, and you'd always get emails. And obviously, because people are running their own business through My Bumped Baby, you want to be there for them um, all the time. And then you never really switch off. And I I don't know about you, but my uh, mental health, I think a lot of after the twins and stuff like that, I've used my work to be my shield, if you like, for my mental health. Yeah. So with the lockdown and since then, um, I've realized that I'm not quite comfortable yet just sitting watching TV or I have to clean or have to always keep my mind distracted because of my mental health, because I worry all the time about health and I've got really bad health anxiety and stuff like that, which is where you just every blooming pain or headache, you think to yourself, oh, my God, I've got a brain tumor. I mean, it's awful. It's really, really bad. So, like, I think when I'm not working, I'm worrying all the time. But then when I'm working, I'm kind of a bit stressed all the time. So I think that's probably down to everything really so I'm hoping we've just moved house actually so I'm hoping now I can find a bit more of a work-life balance because we've actually got an office now where I can actually close the door yeah yeah Yeah. and actually start to try and balance life um as a mum and a mum in business a bit better really because with the way honestly right I'm not it's not the same but when I first in my first year when I was self-employed I had a constant um Honestly, the expectation I had on myself was ridiculous. I was like, I need to do this. I need to do that. I need to be better. I need to do the best. I need to break this record. And every time I did it, 
and I did that did that got to that point and I did the one month I did the biggest possible like thing I could do and it, I got there and I literally I started crying and it wasn't because I was happy it was because I was like it wasn't worth it why have I done that and I'd put I'm not I must have been working at least 80 90 hours a week bearing in mind I was a one-year-old baby under one-year-old baby a four-year-old and an eight-year-old and I put all that pressure and stress on me and my family for nothing it was literally no. nothing to go oh well done you did that yeah but it felt like shit so yeah. at that point, I was like, "What? what is, literally, you cannot get time back. And I work, don't get me wrong, I work my ass off, but I work my ass off and then I stop. I only work Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I don't work Friday, I don't work Saturday, I don't work Sunday. And when I started, yeah. oh my God, someone's appointment. What, what can you do? Do you want a Sunday? Do you want a Saturday? Do you want it at 11 o'clock? Do you want it at 9 o'clock in the morning? Do you want it at 5 o'clock? I'll get up. Now? No, not, it's not like that. I work Monday. Yeah. Because you don't, doesn't matter how successful you are when it comes down to it your time and your health is the most important thing so it's like remembering that all of that comes second honestly it's and since I've done it I cannot believe the difference in the way I feel and the way like we are with my husband and the kids oh that's so much better that is I mean just before Christmas actually um I started doing couch to 5k um have you done that before or I haven't done it it's bloody brilliant. Well, I've started doing that. And honestly, I'm not that, God, I'm not fit at all. Um, and then I started eating healthy as well. And, you know, my mind was in such a better place. And I decided, right, I'm going to work three days. And I started doing it. But I just started working a bit smarter, if you know what I mean. So yeah. I'd get up earlier and, you know, kind of fit it round and just have three core days. And I'd have one day for myself and then one day where I do podcasts because I enjoy them. Um, and then it was, it was worked out. My mind was so, so much better. But then Christmas came and then it got icy out and it started slipping back into bad habits again, really. So I think for me, getting out again, exercising and kind of having a bit of time for you and just to actually look round and think, God, you know, look at the trees and look at everything, be yeah. a bit more mindful. Be in I the present. In the, yeah, in the that, that's a big thing, isn't it? And, and with this health anxiety, I've been looking into it more and more. Is it's worrying about the future all the time? Like I'll worry, like oh, what? Do you I meditate? Did? No, and I started to do that, but I just felt like I, I felt like I could blooming fall asleep afterwards. To be honest, yeah, but with you, you. But and the, on, like I was literally the same as you a year ago, and I went and done like loads of like Reiki, crystal healing, uh, yeah. like meditating, all that. Is it holistic? The, that's the right yeah. word. Holistic treatment. And honestly, it, it, it is a big game change. You know, you have to stick with it. Like, it doesn't just happen overnight. I think it took about six weeks, but it brings you, I used to do in the morning, a posit, positive present meditation, and it just reminds you to stay in the moment instead of just being a million miles an hour and you get to the end of the day and you think, what the hell has even happened today? Like, what's, yeah. what, what have I even done? Because you've done that much and you don't know. Do you know, like, it's mm. just structuring honestly meditate oh that's great oh you'll have to send me a few um through I think sometimes when I've listened to them I've just been kind of I don't know really where to put myself or what to think about you feel like a doyle you feel like an absolute I was like I'm just gonna go like I'm literally sat here listening to someone go take deep breaths but it's like once you get your mind starts to do it naturally. It's weird. Yeah. So like after like two or three weeks, I was like, this isn't as bad anymore. And my mind would just know what I do. And it just, 
honestly the med- meditate and the amount of benefits as is amazing really yeah, how I mean, how long do you meditate for do you start when you first start did you oh every day yeah 10 minutes on a morning that's great like don't get me wrong there's day there's times when i mess up and i don't stick to it and i'm like right i need but i can tell the difference so when i don't do it i can tell when i haven't done it really so, yeah I'll send you all oh. the link for the one I do yeah do do because that sounds really good I know I've heard so many people say it's and it is I think for me it is about being in the present really but that's why when I'm at work I'm all right because I'm thinking of that and I'm just dealing with that but I think it's just um worrying I'm, a, I'm such a worrier about everything honestly if my mum rings three times and I've missed a call I think what the hell's happened what the hell's <laughs> happened honestly I'm a nightmare <laughs> nightmare for it yeah, but you've just got to try and do what, at the end of the day, you'll you'll get over it as long as you try and do something different that you haven't yeah. done before. Otherwise, it's going to continue to be the same, isn't oh, it? Oh, I know. I know it is. Absolutely. No, you're right. I think just getting a bit of a better work-life balance. Everyone can learn from having a, work, a better bit work-life balance, can't they, really? Yeah, yeah. Um, And Definitely. it's just, yeah, just that, really. So in terms of this, I don't mean to pry because... Oh, I don't, no, I don't, I don't but mind. Like, obviously, with the miscarriages and the post, yeah. what was that, would you say, the most difficult time during what you were doing, like trying to build the business? Yeah, I'd say that was the, definitely the most challenging because um, I think what I did is I really kind of, obviously, it's all about pregnancy to preschool, isn't it? So yeah. everywhere you're seeing like people like looking for pregnancy scans and, you know, and it, I've kind of dislinked the two in a certain way, but I think... I, well, my bumped baby when it did start, obviously I had postnatal depression to begin with, with George. So I used that almost as my way to, you know, when you've got something that you really enjoy but, and you lose yourself in it, mm-hmm. that's what my bumped baby has been like for me. So I remember when I got told that the twins had died, I went to a scan and they were like, they're gone. And then they said, but because I was a bit further on, I had to give birth to them. And oh God, I was terrified of giving birth, like the thought of it, because with George, it was a C-section. But they couldn't do it for a couple of days. Oh, my God. So, yeah, so I had to go home. Um, but because my mind is all over the place um, and, you know, it, when I'm working, I'm, I'm all right. And, you know, I can focus. So I remember being sat at the table with my bump pressed up against the table, like on a Zoom call, like trying to hide that I had a bump because like, obviously I didn't want someone to ask about it. And people did like when I went to the shops, so, oh, and you just, I didn't want to upset them. So I was like, oh, thank you. You know, kind oh. of thing. But on, but on the Zoom, um, I just had to carry on really. And I think that was the hardest thing. But the the best thing really was carrying on for me because um, otherwise I would have literally just been in bed just thinking, oh God, I, you know, I can get quite low, you know, if I let myself. Yeah. Um, so my bumped baby is always kind of picks me out and I'll always want to do it. You know, if I've got a spare hour or something, I, I love it that much. Yeah. I want to write a blog on it or whatever. So it sounds like it's like the cure and the cause. <laughs> yeah, it is. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. But definitely it must that must you must have really I can't imagine suffering with something and it being so traumatic and then having to actually delve in that subject and deal with everybody else do, being in the position that I was just in like that must have been hard to do that it's hard but then I'm a talker 
So I think that helps. I, I don't really hide things with the my bump to baby thing. You know, there's days that, you know, I have really shit days, but I'm quite open about saying that. And I think, you know, that's probably why the podcast and stuff has been quite popular because I think it's all about not pretending sometimes. Yeah. Like, so there's so many pretenders out there that are just like, oh, my life's brilliant. You know, yes, I've got a successful business. I'm baking cakes every left, right, and center. And I just think, just be honest, you know, you have to be relatable, don't you? And also, I just want people to, I think sometimes you go through experiences, hopefully to help other people. And yeah. maybe that's that's why it happened. I don't know. Yeah. But. And it's, it's about keeping it real as well, isn't it? Like, I, I do a lot of videos on like LinkedIn and TikTok and things. And someone commented the other day saying, oh, my God, how do you manage to like make up and hair? How do you manage to look like that like every day? Yeah. And I put back, no, no, don't be fooled. I get put my makeup on once a week and I block, I, I record block. Like I don't put my <laughs> makeup on. And my hair literally gets washed once a week straight into the not does it doesn't do it again for another week. That's bloody brilliant. But it's big what yeah. I do is it looks what if people if I didn't say that, it would look to people as if I get up and do this. If I put my makeup on, do my hair every day. Do I shite? Like I literally look like I've been dragged out of the back of a bush. 90% of the time but a lot of people would admit social media as a way of making people feel like they're not being they're not good enough or they're not doing enough because of what other people are doing as well and it's sad sometimes oh it is it is I think the thing is we all do it you know you show people when you're ready to be seen you know like I try my best to film the uh, to show the imperfect side but you know a lot of people you know show when they're you know ready to be filmed at the end of yeah. the day when they're ready to kind of or something they're proud of and stuff so I try and capture the uh the you know the rubbish moments the moments I baked a cake or baked cookies and I've actually emptied it and it looks like a piece of shite <laughs> you know like <laughs> it's awful and it's no reason why I don't you know that must be the reason why I don't do it I mean I'm not very I've got no patience for things like that Neither I don't I. know about you just don't enjoy it and I also know that I will eat all that cake yeah a million percent you know, I baked one cake last lockdown and it came out and it was green. And oh, I was thought, it? I thought, my kids, I was like, just try it. Don't judge your book. Yeah. It's good. And, my yeah. and, they and they were like, mum. And my husband tried it and he went, Carla, how much margarine did you put in this? And I was like, no, <laughs> like the full tub. I was trying to make it buttery. And he was like, yeah. oh my God. So so you're going to do it. You want it to be buttery. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was like literally like, it was paste. You know, uh, oh, was it? Was it? Yeah. So I oh, don't I do no. not Yeah. Um, my husband does the cooking, actually, but that is down to disastrous meals from me. I do try occasionally, but everything I make so bland, you know, like I'm just, it Man, just tastes garlic, like... It? Like literally, oh, it, yeah. it takes the piss because if I cook anything, there's like half a tub of garlic granules in it and I'm like, bit of garlic. And he's like, why oh, has yeah. got garlic in? And I was like, I love garlic. Oh, what? Do you know, I only found those garlic granules yesterday for the first time. Are you joking? No, I've been trying to fight with garlic for years, you know, oh, splashing it down. My hands stink of it all the time. Oh, no, I've been keeping garlic granules in business. I must buy at least four a week. I'm not exaggerating. Oh, Honest to God. Oh, I couldn't believe it. Garlic granules and parsley. Put a bit of garlic oh. and parsley and it it literally solves everything. Like that's I'm gonna all try I do that. constantly. Oh, <laughs> love that. But he's, yeah. better. he's better than me. 
Oh, um, do you know, sometimes I do try and make it a little rubbish as well. So he, you know, he takes the lead then. It's like, <laughs> no, no, you sit down, don't cook. I'm like, okay. Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. If, um, what, if there was one thing that you could teach George, like one thing you'd like him to learn from you on or grow up knowing, what would it be? It sounds very probably fitted at the moment, but I'd say uh, education is not, the be all and end all, uh, especially during this lockdown, it probably, it, I, I just think I was never good at school. Like I really didn't, I didn't, I just wasn't interested. I didn't do very well at school at all. And of course you want your child to do well at school, but some children just naturally aren't academic. Yeah. They, they don't want to, to do it. And I do think sometimes, especially reading about other entrepreneurs out there, a lot of um, entrepreneurs are similar and it might be that actually, you know, they've got something else to give or, you yeah, know, no, so I think, no, and I think um, something that we've, we found, I mean, that I certainly have found is years ago, if I went back, God, a lot of years ago when I was at school now, 15 years ago, the job I did did not exist. Do you know, like it, it's, and and there is something out there for everyone. Um, And with George, I just want to kind of say to him that, you know, as long as you do your best and you're kind to people and you're a nice person, you know, you can go, you can go so far, you can go as far as what you want to go. Do you know what I mean? Um, And I think as well, find something that you're passionate about. The amount of times I've been in jobs that I've just thought, oh, God, I just don't don't enjoy or whatever. Oh, God, Um, yeah. It makes such a difference to your life when you love what you do. It really does. It really does. more valuable than any amount of money. If you enjoy doing what you do, it doesn't matter how much you're getting paid to do it. You're doing it 70% of your life. Just make sure you love it. Exactly. Exactly. That's it. So, and also... I don't know, maybe, maybe if I could go back in time, I'd probably tell George and myself to not, to try and get a better work, you know, to have a good work-life balance in the future. Because if anything I've learned, it's just trying to, trying to kind of juggle that really. No, Um, definitely. That's really, it's really good because it's true. It really is true. Not everybody's the same and not everybody learns the same and you have different strengths, don't you? Not everybody has the same strengths and, and weaknesses. So it's about learning what yours are and making them better. Exactly, exactly. So, so I've absolutely loved having you on. Like you've been oh, amazing, honestly, very, very, very relatable. Where can people find you? Because I'm sure a lot of people will want to find you. So I am on, I'm pretty much everywhere, to be honest. <laughs> I mean, Instagram, you can find uh, You can find me on Instagram, which is my bump to baby on Instagram. Um, and then on Facebook, if you want to follow our page and find out what's going on locally in your local area, you can go on yeah. our website, sorry, mybumptobaby.com and uh, Facebook. Facebook is my bump to baby UK on Facebook and the podcast um, 50 shades of motherhood it's called and we've also got the my bump to baby expert podcast where we get experts on talking oh, about various subjects you know so yes so the 50 shades of motherhood is a bit as I said a bit out there if you've got if you know anyone that's got anything that we think you know want to raise awareness of yeah. um, you know let me know Carla you I've you would be bump. really good on on the podcast if you fancy coming on because I've um, never been a guest. I don't know whether not? I, no, I don't know whether like you said at the beginning, I don't know whether I dare. I like to be the one that doesn't speak as much and just listen. <laughs> oh dear, see I oh I'm a nightmare. My friends are like you're always putting in. So I'm a bit of a nightmare, <laughs> really. With... Oh, yeah, yeah, what about this? What about that? <laughs> but no.
It's gone off there. It's gone oh, off. Oh, sorry. All right, yeah. it's gone off, but yeah. I would. Yes. I would be on. I would be on. I'd try it. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Get get yourself on. We'll sort that out um, afterwards. Oh, brilliant. Right. Well, thank you so much, love, for being on. You've been amazing. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I've had so much fun. Thank you. You have been listening to the Money Making Mothers podcast with Carla Edwards. If you have enjoyed the show, then leave a five-star review on iTunes. Make sure to tune in next time. And don't forget... You can have it all.